Welcome to the EFM Morning Brief. We hope it's a quick and entertaining way for you to get up to speed on the latest news from the market, have a think about which events you want to go to today. It's Monday morning. It's a brand new week. Thanks for joining us while you have your first bowl of cornflakes this week and maybe even line up a few more meetings if you have time today. My name is Wendy Mitchell. I'm a journalist and film festival consultant, and I love being your host for these briefings. And today we have a very special guest. It's Thomas Schultz, chief editor of Blickpunkt Film. Thomas, welcome. Welcome, Wendy. Thanks for having me. We're, we're glad to have you here, uh, particularly as our German expert. And I did want to pigeonhole you a bit. I know you think globally, but how would you say the German industry is looking in Berlin this year in terms of films in the festival, but also maybe deals with the German buyers? Well, there's, as, as far as I can tell, and I've, of course not, have, I haven't met uh, every buyer that's out there but they're pretty they're keeping pretty mum at this point i mean there's like a couple of deals that were you know um reported in 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 the trades but well nothing big that i've heard of uh if you look at the uh, films at berlinale german films at berlinale it's a i i would say it's a, it's a it's a banner year for for german cinema as you know, there's five movies in, in competition, but I think what's even more um, astounding and important and surprising to me, I mean, there's at least another five movies in the other sections that could have played in competition just as well. And uh, some of them are really, really great films. I have not seen all the competition titles, of course. I've only seen two so far, the Emily Artev and the Margarete von Trotta. I think both of them are perfect in, in, in competition. Both are great films. Um, but as I mentioned, I mean, a lot of the other movies, German movies in the sidebars are particularly strong. And I would have loved to see at least two of those in competition. Okay. Well, that's a good sign, I think. Um, have you heard any buzz, early buzz? I know it's not started screening yet on The Petzold, because that's the one we're all can't wait to see. Well, um, as far as I know, it has been screened for at least a couple of the uh, film critics in Berlin. I talked to two of them, and they said it's a very, very strong pet salt. Okay. Any clue as to why the German films are so good this year? Was it, you know, partially due to, you know, maybe good funding boost to recover from the pandemic? Or what What do you think is going on? Well, I, I, I would guess it has to do with the pandemic uh, in in a way that I think you can see in a lot of international cinema as well, that it kind of like got the creative juices going. I mean, a lot of those projects were slated to go on camera before COVID. So, I mean, those are not like new projects. Uh, I think it's just a, a coincidence that so many of them are ready to to be screened, uh, are ready for, for the festival. Um, but as I said, I'm I'm really surprised myself how much I like all those films. I, I'm I'm already doubting my own, you know, uh, perspective or my own uh, uh, abilities as a film critic because I've I've not seen so many good German films uh, in a while. 
Well, I don't doubt you because I think you can also be, I know I've seen you be brutally honest when you don't like something. So if you're feeling bullish, just go with it. Uh, what else would you say, you know, not just looking at Germany, but what have been, do you think, some of the talking points for the industry at the EFM? Um, the buyers that I talked to and the distributors I talked to, I mean, they were really looking forward to go back uh, to Berlin this year. I mean, it is, um, I don't know, it's, it is Dennis' second or third year, but it's his first year with a really with a real physical market. I think it's his third mm -hmm. year. Um, so I think everybody, I mean, there's high anticipation and people are just happy you know, to be out again, to meet again. I mean, it's all nice and dandy to talk on Zoom and uh, or meet, uh, but uh, I guess business is much better if you if you can really meet. And uh, the hotel I'm staying at, I mean, the lounge is packed every day, and you see just people talking and pitching projects. So I think it's going to be a good year. That's that's good to hear. Yeah, I think the people I meet are just in a better mood than usual. Even when it was raining the other day, you know, people are still just glad to be here. And what what have you been covering in Blickpunkt? Have you been writing mostly about the films or or some trend stories? Well, I've been I've been writing a lot of reviews about actually about the German films. Uh, I just finished writing about the uh, Margarete von Trotter. I mean, two minutes before. I got into the call with you. And of course, I mean, the main topic we write about right now is uh, um, uh, the reform of the funding system that seems to be happening. That was uh, um, 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 announced on Thursday at the Producers' Day, right before Berlinale started. Um, the um, uh, Culture Secretary uh, Claudia Roth um, announced in uh, in a... In a think piece on Süddeutsche Zeitung that she wants to have a complete overhaul of the funding system, make it more modern, make it uh, more efficient, uh, more attuned to our times, at changing times. Uh, she has uh, um, pointed out like eight points which she wants to address. Uh, and uh, I think uh, from, I, I was not uh, there at Producers Day, but I heard that she got a standing ovation from the producers that that attended so that's a pretty big deal i guess that yeah that's really interesting because we know sometimes the industry can be so fearful of change of their funding systems because if even if it's something you don't think works perfectly you know exactly how it works yes. but it, it sounds like if she's trying to be smarter change with the times be more efficient that does sound like something producers would like Yes, I mean, uh, they were pretty bullish about it. Um, and I mean, so far it's just an announcement, but I mean, they're ready to get going. I mean, there will be some major hurdles to to uh, overtake. Um, not sure if they can, you know, they, they, they think they could pass a law by the end of the year. I mean, if that should happen, that would be really fast. And um, but it's pretty exciting. I mean, the, the 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 producers were very very upbeat, very optimistic. Some of them were a little hesitant because they thought, well, as as long as there are no real numbers mentioned and no set dates mentioned, uh, it's still just an announcement, and uh, it's politics, and we know how fast things can go with uh, politics. But having said yes. that, I mean. People are just really, really, really optimistic and in a very, very good mood. 
Okay. Yeah, we like a good mood. We'll see, you know, it sounds like a good announcement. And yeah, we'll see what, what comes to fruition from that. Um, any other films? I know you don't just write about German films. So would, right. were there any other films in the, the festival that you've loved? Um, I think it's a pretty... You said that I can be brutally honest, and um, I'm I'm trying to be upbeat and optimistic too. I think so far it's been uh, a, a middling year. Uh, I think the good meet mood comes despite of the movies, not because of the movies that have been playing. Um, I really like Past Lives that I saw today, which was a major uh, sensation in Sundance, of course, and I think it played really well here. Um, the only other movie that I have seen that I thought was uh, very very interesting that will be shown a little later on it was also in Sundance the Brendan Cronenberg Infinity Pool I thought that was uh, pretty interesting I mean you see that he's uh, David Cronenberg's son but I just thought it was um, I, I was reminded of actually of uh, Bergman's The Silence it was a pretty surprising movie. Nice comparison. Yes, it, it's going to open a few people's eyes and minds, I think. Um, yeah, I would agree with you on past lives. I, oh my gosh, every time I keep thinking back to it, I start to cry. So I need yes. to not do that right now. Um, but Please I've don't. probably seen about 60 movies yeah, for this year so far. And I think that's in at my number one slot. Right, right now. So yeah, it really, really moved me, maybe even more than other people. So yes. I'm yeah. a fan. Well, Thomas, you know, as we know, this festival is not over, this market is not over. So I wish nope. you some very good viewing. I hope yes, the German buyers make some great deals towards the end of the week. And we'll be checking Blickpunkt for more of those. So yes, thank you, Thomas, for so. joining us. Thank you very much, Wendy. Take care. Today is very busy with talks and events, lots to get educated by, inspired by, and even a moment of calm. So the Berlinale series market starts today. This is a joint initiative of the European film market, the Berlinale co-production market, and Berlinale talents. So it runs from today until Wednesday. There's a talk series at the Documentation Center and showcases and series screenings at Cinemax. Find out details at the EFM website. Just to mention the opening session of the series market kicks off at 9.30 this morning. We know this is going to be a packed one, so do get there early if you want a front row seat. Uh, it's looking at adapting to the current market, uh, looking at commissioning trends, how audiences are behaving with streaming, broadcasting, how everybody's adjusting to the new reality. So that's going to be a really important session to attend. At 2 p.m., there's a panel about entrepreneurial show running. Um, this is going to look, talk to some showrunners, some producers, and it's presented with Deadline, who is the series market media partner. At 3.15 is a panel, The New Reality, Decolonizing the Post-Soviet Screen, presented in collaboration with Go East. This is looking at really exciting and complex cultural and artistic movements all across this region. I think it's a good place to catch up on some, yeah, exciting new talents. This is a very vast region. It's not just one block, and they're going to tell us more about what's happening where. At 5 p.m. is a panel called The X Factor, How to Create Buzz Around Your Film. This is in collaboration with The Hollywood Reporter. Our pal Scott Roxborough is hosting. And that's going to include a little case study of BlackBerry, which we can all agree is one of the buzz hits of Berlin. So let's hear how they built their buzz. 
Over at noon at Gropius Bell Cinema, you can see the Baltic Rough Cut presentations. This is from six upcoming documentary projects from Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia. A reminder that the matchmaking formats meet the festivals or consult the experts. You can check to see on the EFM website if there's any slots available, but you can also just ask at the desk at Cafe Connect in the Documentation Center to find out if they can fit you in. Listen to all that amazing talk, so busy, and everybody's doing so many meetings. It could be that point where you're feeling quite tired or a little run down. Today is Monday for mindfulness. This is a new idea. I love it. So at the Documentation Center, in the Room of Stillness, there are going to be guided mindfulness sessions for free at noon, 2, and 3 p.m. And I really am going to need a moment of calm. So I hope to see some of you there, silently, of course. And I just really wanted to say thank you again for joining us, for starting your Monday morning with us at the EFM Morning Brief. We hope everybody has a great day, whether you're doing 20 meetings or a moment of calm. And I hope you join us again tomorrow. Thank you.